When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey, good morning. Welcome back. Thank you for listening to the Donna and Steve show with Kelly Hansen today. Hi there. Hi there. And Hi. of course, DJ Rock Lobster. It is officially, at least in my opinion, the Donna and Steve experience. I made new regions. Okay, we'll do it. Did. I wondered yesterday when we kept saying it, or Friday, one of those days, uh, I thought, is this being made up? And you then know, it's just a theme that's stuck. And I don't even know if we have approval from the top bosses. To We're just it? going with it. Yeah, okay. let's just do I it. I mean, I'm the, I think my business card says creative director. <laughs> So, so you're in charge. And yeah. it's easier to apologize than to ask for yeah, permission. Right. So, all right. Uh, as soon as you get that all oh, ready to go. Oh, you'll hear one. Oh, uh, oh really? You know, later, you know, it'll come up in the show like, this is the Donna and Steve experience. I love it. Hey. It's time to talk music. I enjoy music. With Donna Valentine. <laughs> and Steve Patterson. Do you like Huey Lewis on the news? This is... Is the beat. Okay, so we're going to qualify this as music news, music related. Okay. It involves Kanye West and his home. Is he officially ye? Or oh, yay. I'm sorry, yay. It's oh. yay. I know everyone <laughs> thinks it's ye, it's yay. Oh, I don't know. Okay. Who can keep track? Kanye. I should have known. It wasn't Kanye. That's funny. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Kanye West's former home is up for grabs, you guys. For the a one pool. in the... The Hollywood Wyoming Hill. or whatever. Oh, that one. There's one in the Hollywood Hills. Okay. He probably has several homes, right? Yeah. Yes. Um, so this this Hollywood Hills home of of the rappers is once again for sale for a cool three point six nine nine million dollars. Oh, okay. that's not bad. I that's what I thought. Now, when you look at the exterior of the home, it looks like a water treatment facility. <laughs> <laughs> it right. is very very ugly. I mean, it it's it's like just concrete and then i'm thinking are a lot of hollywood hills homes like the exteriors he doesn't want to be flashy he doesn't want people to know that he lives there i mean it's even dirty like the garage door is dirty it looks like a a, some kind of jail prison (laughs) i don't know it's terrible but then when you scroll down the interior is just gorgeous just gorgeous it is i mean the concrete is all cracked on the outside, but the inside has this amazing view. Just incredible. So yeah. on the other side of that concrete is something pretty spectacular for almost $4 million. So he owned the home from 2003 to 2017. So he bought it for $1.8 million at the beginning oh, of wow. his career. He even shared this home with his ex-wife, Kim, for a short time. Kim Kardashian. Yeah. Um, but they later moved to Be- a Bel Air mansion and then he kept the home for storage 
for Kim Kardashian's wardrobe overflow. Oh my God, must be. So nice. now it's now it's for sale. It was taken off the market uh, and put back on uh, recently. But here's here are the details. So it's multi level. It has three bedrooms, four bathrooms. It's forty two hundred square feet. Oh wow, that's huge. It's in a gated private community, um, and it it sits directly below Mount Olympus. Ooh, so maybe we're seeing the back of the home. Have you have you scrolled down, Donna, to look at the ex like the um the outside space, like the patio with the the you know it's not grass, yeah, it's like turf. with the that's pretty that's sweet, pretty, and it's got a dining area, living but room just area the outside. And my guess is it probably never rains. These, these celeb it probably never rains. <laughs> I don't these think it does in like Southern California. They they don't want. To people to know where they live, but it's a gated community, so not a lot of people are driving back there. And if you are, you live there, so right. you know who your neighbor is typically. But it looks so terrible pretty. from the outside. Yeah, it needs a little uh, curb appeal. Yeah, I wouldn't be posting an exterior photo on my listing. Definitely not. <laughs> That's something you overlook, and then you walk in the house and go, "Okay, I get it." It's almost like a facade. You know, like mm-hmm. it's trickery. Yes. It, I just at first when I first saw the first picture, I thought, what? Why would he? This is so <laughs> Kanye, though. He like is such a a different person. He yeah, likes he is shock factor. He, you know, and then it looks like a normal, beautiful home inside. It does. So very minimalist. Go. Okay. So if you've got four million. It's yours. There you go. I will link that up for everybody at mytalk1071.com. Hey, Rocco, I'm going to talk about Taylor Uh-oh. Swift now. She's forever, ever, ever, ever talking about Taylor. <laughs> I just love it. Okay, so Taylor Swift has re-released her album Red. Okay, she re-recorded right. it and all that stuff. So now she can use those recordings in other projects and documentaries and things like that. Because she couldn't before because she they basically stole it Tricked. out from under her. Mm-hmm. Yes. So she worked, she's wearing a ring on the cover of the Red Album. Hmm. And the album, I'm okay, so she's got this, I don't know, page boy hat on and she's holding the brim and you can see she's wearing a ring Mm. that says Mm -hmm. red. And so she collaborated with a jeweler on this ring to make a replica. Oh, to. So she's really good friends with the jeweler's daughter, Claire. Hmm. Um, who's she's been good friends with for over 10 years. And so now they are making this ring available to Taylor Swift fans for $45. Oh, it's a beautiful ring. It is. I love it. So it's clearly a cubic zirconium, <laughs> the one yes. that they're selling for $45, because yeah. I would imagine the real deal. It could be like little crystals, too. Yeah. But for 45 bucks, So it, it looks, um, it says red in what looks like diamonds. But then it it looks like a like an antique ring. I really yeah, like that. I ring. like it too. I think it's pretty. We should get if it. If your initials were red. Oh my gosh, my nickname is red. Hey, you should get it. Or someone should buy <laughs> what am it for I saying? you. My nickname in high school was red. Get out of here, Kelly. Yeah. Kelly Kelly. Huh. I like red. that ring. I think it's really beautiful. I will link it up so everyone can see it. And then I just have one final story that I would like to pass along. Okay. 
If you run into Sir Paul McCartney, don't bother asking him for an autograph because you're Mm. not going to get one. He said, I'd rather chat or exchange stories. He said, it always struck me as a bit strange. Like, hey, can you write your name down on the back of this receipt, please? He's like, why? We both know who I am. Uh, He's also (laughs) done with selfies. He said, you've usually got this ropey photo with a poor backdrop and me looking a bit miserable. So now there is zero chance that you'll ever get a picture with a beetle. I don't think I would ever ask for a picture or an autograph just out of like embarrassment. Yes. I would never interrupt somebody when they were eating dinner if I recognized them. Yeah. I would take a picture from afar, maybe. Right. Like, and then show all my friends. Exactly. Like, look who I saw. By the way, did anybody spot Mick Jagger somewhere? Did I miss that? You know, I last I looked at his Twitter and Instagram, I didn't see any Minneapolis pictures. What? But did you hear what he said in concert? No. He was like, "Hey, I've uh, I went to I had two Juicy Lucy's. Oh. I went to Matt's <laughs> in the five eight, and I drank a Fulton and a Surly and a, I a Do grain you believe belt. He did? I he believe did none of it. He had a list none. of words. Yes, I think that was all on a teleprompter. No, oh, but a teleprompter. You think he's got one of those at his concerts? A lot of those yeah, guys do. I do. Really? Yeah, he's seventy eight, yo. He's 78? And also, I thought he was 70. Who's eating two Juicy Lucy's and then jumping around on a stage? Right. Do you believe Mick Jagger eats hamburgers? I don't know. No, I think... Uh, He is 78. Holy smokes. Maybe he had a bite of one. Yeah. Or maybe maybe he he just said... I'm going to look at his Twitter one last time here. But there was no... You know, he did pictures in L.A., he did pictures in Nashville. I do not believe he had any Minneapolis pictures. So you think he flew in, performed, flew out? Like he didn't even leave his compound? Well, or if you believe him, he had two hamburgers and three beers. (laughs) (laughs) And then he jumped around on stage for how many hours? Yeah, I'm with you, Rocco. You just made it up. I think so. That's too bad. (laughs) Um, All right, we got to go. When we come back, though, on the Donna and Steve show featuring Kelly Hansen, you have a story about a missing hiker. Yes, and it also made me think of a tip that I just read about, like if you're lost or you're driving and your battery's going to die, what you should do so people can find you. Oh, I can't wait. Okay. That's useful. We'll get to that and more coming up next on My Talk. Good morning. Welcome back to the show, the Donna and Steve show. Steve is out. The Kelly what? Hansen's in. Oh, I forgot. I forgot. Let me try it again. Okay. Welcome back to the Donna and Steve experience. <laughs> That's right. Featuring Kelly Hansen today. Hi, I'm DJ Rock Lobster. <laughs> okay, that's better. What? I always forget. That was good. It's been like six years. And we haven't yeah, had we the do. band together for about a week now. I know. I know. I know we're getting into that season, you know, where yeah. everybody's doing their thing. We'll be together next week, though. I uh, know. Project oh. Down and Dirty. Mm-hmm. Uh, construction. Kelly's coming out to see us, she I'm said. coming out Thursday. I'm Thursday, very excited. Thursday, I'll be live during Twin Cities Live at Project Down and Dirty. So if you want to visually experience it. You can. And hey, Kelly, I heard, I've heard from the boss that Thursday is like party day. Like um, we're having like a little get together (gasps) that night. So maybe stick around. Yeah. Oh, I live so close to where you guys are going to (laughs) be. Oh, you do. I live live like 10 minutes. Oh, let's party at your house then. All right. 
okay. Now I have a place to stay. I've got a fire pit. Oh, you <laughs> definitely can say I've got an extra room ready for you. Oh, my God. I love it. Anyway, it is uh, presented by David at First Equity and Chanhassen Dinner Theater. So come and watch uh, the Heavy Equipment Exhibition featuring mm. all of the My Talk hosts on Friday, November 5th. We're going to be at Extreme Sandbox, Minnesota. And, of course, money raised will go to all of our charity partners that we'll be talking about this week. You can learn more by using keyword project at our website. Okay, this story is very intriguing. <laughs> uh, the one that I'm about to tell you? Yes, ma'am. Okay, great. Um, so <laughs> I found this story. Uh, there was a hiker that was lost for 24 hours. Very scary, right? You can't, you can't find your loved one. You know they're hiking somewhere. He had his phone with him. And they kept trying to call and call and call these rescuers. He ignored the call because he didn't recognize the number. Oh. He must have some bills due. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I totally get that. If he was missing in their mind, but not in his mind. Yes. And he's getting a call. What they should have done was sent a text. That's very true. And Hi, said, we want to rescue you. Yes, where are, are you? Are okay. You? So he was apparently on Colorado's highest mountain, and he ignored repeated phone calls from a search and rescue team because they came from an unknown number. Hmm. He made it back to his camp, so he must have just not told whoever he needed to tell. Hey, I'll be out of touch for twenty four hours. Right. Or, don't worry about me if you don't hear from me by this time. Right. But he apparently. He said they failed to locate the hiker. He returned back to their base around 3 a.m. Oh, no, I'm reading this wrong. So they couldn't find him. He returned back to the base. I'm sorry. I'm a terrible storyteller right now. (laughs) Good Lord. The the rescue team, they returned back to their base around 3 a.m. After trying. After trying. Then a second search team made up of three search and rescue members picked up the search at 7 a.m. At 9.30, it was reported that the missing man had returned to the place of lodging. Oh so he gosh. just didn't answer his phone. I mean, that poor family. Right. Thinking, oh, great, he's missing, thinking the worst. And I'm guessing maybe the family, they didn't weren't able to reach him by phone for some reason. And hmm. so Search and Rescue took it over. So it when I saw this, so the guy's okay. Uh, but when I saw this, I thought of something I just saw on Instagram a couple days ago. Okay. About if you're hiking or let's say you're driving, like you're driving and you're kind of in a, in a deserted area and you have very low cells or very low battery. Let's say you forgot your charger at home. Oh, it's so scary when you get to like 3% and, and you're, you're like, like no. oh, what am I going to do? Okay, so this is what they say to do. They say to go to your voicemail, change your voicemail and say, hi, this is Kelly and I am driving on I-69 and I'm near these markers. Brilliant. And so when your phone dies. Brilliant. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house 
to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. The person that gets to your voicemail because your voicemail never goes off. Your phone can be dead, but it always goes to voicemail. Directly to voicemail. Right. Oh, that is so, so or smart. if you're in trouble. Hi, this is Kelly. I am hiking. I am going to be sitting in this spot. And I will not move. You like just so somebody can get to you. Yes. Oh, that's a brilliant idea. Yeah. As long as you know how to get get to to your your voicemail. voicemail. (laughs) I saw you rummaging around on your phone over there. I'm like, okay, let me see if I know how to do this. Is it in settings? Just in settings? It's got to be in settings. Or do you just click on your phone and then hit voicemail? (laughs) And then you hit greeting. There it is. Wait, what? <laughs> so you go to your voicemail. Okay, everybody go to your voicemail icon. Where okay. is that? In your phone. So tap on the picture of the phone. Okay. Mm-hmm. Neat. Then tap on oh, voicemail. voicemail. Then, then in the upper greeting. left, it says greeting. You Wait, tap you're, on... you guys are Apple people, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's quick. And then you can go to, like, I have mine on default. So then you can go to custom and then record. So right before your phone's about to die... When it's got a little bit of juice, make a custom voicemail and so people can find you. I thought that was really smart. That is really smart. Or like, like, let's say you're like in trouble, right? You're in trouble. You know that your phone will not be with you. Right. You quickly leave a voicemail. And you're like, I'm in the woods and I have no sense of direction. (laughs) That is not helpful. I'm by a pine tree. Great. I don't know where the stream is, but I can hear it. I thought that was really Please smart. Help. That is brilliant. Also, when you're hiking and you've been gone for 24 hours, you should answer your phone. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Kelly, That's to my husband who never answers his you. phone. I, Just, but nobody does. Nobody answers their phone anymore. You can, you can call someone and it'll go right to their voicemail. Hang tech, up and text them. They'll be, no be like, yeah, hey, what's up? I know. My husband, I always know I'll call. I could call him right now, and he wouldn't answer. Always on the first time. Never answers, but he'll call me back. And that's the reason I married him, because he always calls me back. Oh! Not, that's not the reason. Oh, okay. But, you know, <laughs> when you date guys that never return your call or say they're going to yeah. be, be somewhere and they're not... That sticks with you. It does. So my husband, he always called me back. And I was like, that's a really great quality. Rocco, you don't strike me as that type of guy. No. (laughs) You don't call people back? No, I do. I think, oh my God, now you just reminded me I need to call somebody back. (laughs) Do you really? It's been like two weeks. Yeah, I got (laughs) home. Thanks for the reminder, though. You're welcome. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Uh, Kelly, how did you do yesterday on the College of Pop Culture Knowledge? Um... I lost, you know, it was two to two. Okay, that's pretty good. It was also two to two on Friday. Tiebreaker, I won on Friday. You did? I did. Against Steve? Against Steve. Yeah, we've had a couple tiebreakers in a row. It was Iowa, then yesterday it was Nebraska. Nebraska. Uh So then I said, We're going across the pond. I was going to say, Okay, give us us a a tease. 651 641 Bet on Kelly or bet on me. And if you guess correctly, you'll win a prize. Something like that. Uh, let's play a little game. It's time to go to college. College, college. It's time to attend the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. It's like quiz ball. Three trivia questions to find out who's smarter. 
Donna. Donna's a smart one. Or Steve. His brain ain't right, but it's fun. And here's your host. DJ Rock Lobster Lobster. I want to see how smart you are. I do want to see how smart you are. And um, today, I think you guys know this, it's uh, Austrian Day. Of course. Oh. Um, this is celebrated every October 26th. It's going to be a Schwarzenegger thing. Because, uh, <laughs> in fact, this is Schwarzenegger free, if you want to know the truth. Oh, wow. Um, uh, on October 26, 1955, the Austrian parliament passed the constitutional law on permanent neutrality. Permanent. Cool. They're never going to take sides again, Austria. Neat. Um, <laughs> so I'm going to ask you some questions about some uh, Austrians in pop culture. Hmm. And I think you're going to know them. And uh, mm. on the phone is Pam. I believe she's 100% Austrian. And she's <laughs> um, going to bet on which one of you two Hi, knows more Pam. about Austrians in hey, pop Pam. culture. Hey. I am going to go with Kelly. <gasps> Oh, thank God. This makes me Sorry, so Donna. nervous. No, it's all good. Okay, bye, Pam. Okay. Oh, Pam. Okay, okay. Have you ever been to Austria, Pam? I have not. Okay. Oh, How about was, you, Kelly? No. no okay. I have not either. But, Pam, I'm going to try real hard for you, okay? All right. I'm counting on okay. you. Okay. okay. Great, great, great. <laughs> well, I'm going to start with uh, one of the most famous Austrians of all time, uh, Wolfgang Amadeus Mozart. I should probably play some. I thought you were going to say Puck. I was. I thought you were going to say uh, Hitler. No, I'm not going to. Um, let me let me play some uh, Mozart just for okay. kicks here. I like it. I'll just grab the first one I see on Spotify. Keep it easy. This is Concerto mm. in A major. Um, oh, I love this. In the Best Picture Academy Award-winning 1984 movie Amadeus, there were two actors who were up for Best Actor. One of them won it. Can you name either of those Oscar-nominated lead actors who played Mozart or his rival, Antonio Salieri? I absolutely cannot name (laughs) either. How about this one? Can you name the Austrian actor who's won Best Supporting Actor Oscars for both Inglorious Bastards and Django Unchained? Oh, gosh. I've seen Django Unchained. When can Pam hop in? Um, after the time okay, goes out. How about this one? Sorry, Pam. How about this? Celebrity chef whose first famous restaurant was Spago, opened in Los Angeles, 1982. Go I mean, I do not know. If Donna gets any of these correct, I will be very surprised. They're kind of hard, but Pam, not super hard. We're talking about Oscar winners and a celebrity chef that I think Austria. all of us know. They're Austrian. A yes. celebrity chef that all of us know. Yeah, and he's, you know, his first restaurant was Spago. You've heard of that one, right? No. Pam, have you? I've heard of it, but... Ooh. I know. Okay. These well, are too hard. They might be. Let's go back to the first one. Did anybody... Did you see Amadeus back in the not. day? Nobody? No. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Pam? Okay, well. Sorry, Rocco. That's not going to be great. How about, did you see any of these uh, Tarantino movies, Inglorious Bastards or Django Unchained? I saw Django Unchained, but I can't think of who is Austrian. Yeah, this guy won two Academy Awards for these movies. I mean, these are not unknown people. Would you know if I was Googling? Um... (laughs) <laughs> I won't do it. All I right. won't do it. Well, this is not going so well. You, I'm you really talk- sorry, Pam. Okay, you ready? Go. 
Okay. Well, is Donna coming in? She came in and yelled at me, and now I told her to get out. To no, I think I told her to go into the studio. I'm done. Is she coming? We, I did so good, Donna. Oh, yeah. Well, it was really yeah, good. I could tell by Pam the look is, on your face. <laughs> Pam is so happy she chose me. I kind of can't wait to see if you know. Well, Rocco is... These are kind of hard. Yeah. We'll see. I'm going to cue up some Mozart music for you. Maybe I cued it with the wrong Something Mozart music. Something smells weird over here. Um, it's Austrian I'm sausage. I'm eating yogurt. It's not you. Do you smell my yogurt? No, it's like... I don't know. Feet. <laughs> Feet. <laughs> I don't know why it smells like feet in there. I don't smell anything. <laughs> smellers the feller, man. Would you say smellers the feller? <laughs> As in the one who smelled it. Yeah. It? <laughs> oh my god, we're twelve-year-old boys. Okay, I'm ready. Okay, I'm gonna find some uh, some Mozart music for you. How about this? Okay. This is the Magic Flute Overture. Donna, did you see the 1984 movie Amadeus? I did. It won a lot of Academy Awards, including um, Best Actor. In fact, two of the main leads in that movie were up for Best Actor. Mm -hmm. One who played Mozart and one who played his rival, Salieri. Mm. I'm just going to keep the Mozart music up the whole time. Can you name either of those actors? Mm, Nope. Okay. (laughs) Here's another Academy Award winner. He won two Academy Awards for Tarantino movies. Inglorious Bastards mm. and Django Unchained. Mm. Can you name that Austrian? Nope. Okay, this isn't going well. <laughs> and um, can you name the celebrity chef whose first famous restaurant was Spago, opened in Los Angeles, mm. 1982? I, sh- I should be able to name that chef. <laughs> How many Austrian celebrity chefs are there? There's one. Uh, oh, oh, it's Wolfgang Puck. There okay. you go. I was going to say that, but then I thought, it can't be because Wolfgang Mozart, oh. they just can't have the same name. Oh, yeah. Donna. So Donna I, wins. Donna wins by one. Pam loses. Pam, Sorry, I'm Pam. really A win is a win, baby. Tell us, <laughs> tell us the, the other answers. So the first one, um, the, the man who played Mozart was Tom Hulse. Mm-hmm. And then the man who won Best Actor that year was F. Murray Abraham. Nobody knows these, you snob. Oscars are, you know, every year when the Oscars are on, this station goes nutso. We can't stop talking about it for 72 hours. That's not me and Donna, though. That's other people. You figure you'd remember the 1984 Oscars. uh, Amadeus won almost everything. I was too. Oh, that's painful. Um, The second guy that was in the Tarantino movies was Christoph Waltz. Oh, yes, Christoph. Christoph Oh, let's do the tiebreaker. Um, sure. Amadeus. I'll even bring Pam back. All right, that would have been good. I'm looking for the character here, not the actress, not the singer. I'm going to play a song from a movie. Name the character who's singing, and she is Austrian. Let's start. Oh, Julie Andrews. Julie Yeah, but what's the character? Mary Poppins. Nope. When you read, oh, oh, it's um, Fräulein, Fräulein, Fräulein from Sound of Music. She's a nun. Yeah, it's nun sister. What the heck is wrong with us, Mary? Fräulein. Pam, do you have any thoughts? I'm just laughing too hard. Her name is Julie Andrews. Sister Mary Elephant. No, you're very close. Shoot, it is Maria von Trapp. Fräulein Maria. 
Okay. This will go she's down as one of the she's worst. She's not a Von Trapp. Oh, <laughs> she, was, oh, she was when she married him. Oh, she's fine. See. Okay. She was a real person, by the way. Oh, really? And she was oh, really Frankie. Austrian. Let's pretend this never happened. I said Mary Poppins. Uh, close. <laughs> <laughs> it is close. Sorry, Pam. Pam, have a great day. Our Thanks apologies. So. Thank bye. you. Okay, oh, bye. man. This Poor concludes Pam. Austrian Day. Let me see if I can find the Austrian national anthem. And um, Rocco, you're too hip for the room. Those were all Hard. Academy Award winners. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't have time to watch movies. Okay. She's got kids and a dog. God, that's funny. <laughs> <laughs> Happy oh. Austria Day, everybody. Is that their anthem? I can't it remember is. any Schwarzenegger. I thought that it was going to be like Terminator. That's what I was ready I'll for. I was back. just going to say Arnold for every answer. Me too. I try to zag Arnie. good and everybody wants to zag, you know? <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, something like that. <laughs> All right. Goodbye. Should we do a tip? <laughs> do it. Time for a tip. Everybody on the show getting tipsy. 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 Okay, Kelly, I want you to tell us about uh, why ditching your running watch could improve your health. Do you have one? Do you have like a watch that tracks your every move? No. I don't think you have to be a runner to have. Like, I have an Apple watch. I can tell you how many steps I've already taken today. About 14. Okay, <laughs> I doubt that. I got this watch a few years ago um, because I used to run quite a bit, and uh, I could make like calls on, like somebody could get a hold of me. Sure, I didn't have to bring like, my Hello. phone. Right now, I don't run as much, but I, I do like all the features. I like that it tells me um, to be more active. It tells me to breathe sometimes. I need to take off the feature, the stand up feature. Like it tells me you should stand up, and right. I'm like. Dude, I am working. Right, I can't stand I can't up. I can't just I'm on stand set. up right now. <laughs> so apparently, though, uh, this should not be an essential when you when you run. You should ditch your smartwatch, your fitness track tracker. It, they say it can actually improve your workout or at least your stress level, and then you can enjoy your workout more. Hmm. I don't know if I agree with this. So they, a lot of people are unplugging. Like this whole unplugged life, me likey, is is becoming a thing. Um, but the idea of unplugging your running game is gaining steam in the fitness community. Apparently, people become obsessed with tracking their fitness, and then it can lead to to like a negative mindset and then outcome essentially. So you're like, oh my gosh, I haven't closed my rings, which I have rings on my my watch. These, oh, okay. So I know I've heard my sister say like, I didn't close my rings yesterday. Well, okay. So you got so close. It becomes like this obsessive thing right. that I didn't meet my walking, my running, my sure. standing measurements. So they say, uh, get rid of it. So you don't become obsessed with it and then lose the enjoyment of doing the thing that you you love to do, which is running or working out or walking um, and just put a normal watch on. Yes. I do like the electronic aspect of it, though. I, You know what I like about it is that isn't there like um like an emergency feature? I like check my fall. I or... check my heart rate quite a bit. I'm like, is this my heart or my anxiety? Exactly. <laughs> Am I dying? There is like on the new Apple Watch, it can detect an arrhythmia. Like, see, that's I've, good. I've read where people have gone to the ER because their watch has said, hey, guy, you're having um, 
something's going on with your heart. Like the newer ones can do that. That is amazing. I think that's amazing. I find it incredibly annoying when people are like, hello, into their hand. (laughs) And you're like, come on. I feel like go, go gadget. Sometimes I'll answer it. Like if I'm out taking the dog out for a walk and I didn't bring my phone and my kids are home and they'll call me like, where are you? I'll answer my watch. But it's so hard to talk on. It's a feature. I pay $10 a month for that feature. Oh, you do? I need to, I'm going to, I actually need to make a phone appointment, but I just don't want to go to the phone store. Same. I was I just talking to my mom. Me too. I don't need you, one. So I want one. It's a want. There for I know. And I'm like, could I, is there an easier way to do this? And then I just want to say, get my bill the lowest you can get it. Right. But I still want unlimited data. Okay. That's all I want <laughs> is unlimited data. But I do need to take that $10 charge off my bill because yeah, I do. don't even use it for that function. Anyway. So also people say you shouldn't have these kinds of watches because of, is it called EMF? Like it's, it's bad. Like the electronic magnetic forces. It's oh. bad to have it on your body. See, that's what I'm afraid of. Like I won't even put my phone like near my body Really? Like at night when I go to bed, I know we have to go. Um, yeah, it just, I'm always afraid I'm going to get like some kind of brain tumor. <sighs> yeah, I know. I've got it. I've got it near me at all times. Okay. Well, good luck with that. All right. We're back. The Donna and Steve experience. Did you hear the thing? <laughs> no, I forgot to listen. <laughs> yeah, I know. You guys were busy talking. <laughs> well, Sorry. I could play it again. Though. We're chatty Cathy's. This is one I like to call. Um, a shorty. It goes <laughs> okay. like this. This is the Donna and Steve experience on My Talk 1071, where talk is fun. Whose voice it. is that? Her name is Zoe. She's hey, a Zoe. local actress. Um, and she's great. She's been doing our voice for like 10 years now. I like her voice. Ever since we, I think, rebranded um, from FM 107 to My Talk, she's kind of been our voice. And she's really good. Yeah, I like it. She gets I like it. it. Well, thanks for saying that. She was uh, in here yesterday. Oh, recording I think voices. voiceover work would be so fun to do. Yes, it would. I think that'd be fun. You could do it from your house. You can now. That's true. Just get the equipment That's and just true. saddle up and make some money. Go on some auditions. Yeah, I will. You just gotta, okay. you just gotta get with the right people. <laughs> All right. Uh, what were we doing? Oh, I'm watching the morning show. <laughs> I'm caught up on it. It is so juicy. It is so good. You watched both seasons. Yes. I'm still okay. watching season two. Oh, it comes okay. out once a week. Oh, I didn't realize. Okay. Yes. It's on um, Apple TV and it has taken so many twists and turns. And now the latest is I was reading an article about, from where Billy Crudup, is that how you say his name? Crudup. Is it Crudup? Crudup? I don't know. Crudup. Crud up, dude. <laughs> I don't know if I'd want crud in my name, but that's just me. Billy Crudup. Crudup, crud up. That feels better. Crudup. Anyway, his character is so delightful, so enjoyable. Just look him up. the personality. If you ever saw the movie Almost Famous, he was in that. He's oh, adorable. He's very handsome. Too. Very handsome. Mm-hmm. Big crush. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, his character is just so quirky and he plays it so well and he just did something i won't give anything away but he just did something pretty shocking in this last episode um when it comes to mm, loyalty and i think it Mm. bothers him 
as an actor, he's like, oh, man, I didn't want this to be part of my story. But it is. And it's good. And if you don't know what it's about, it's basically about a morning show. And as in a television morning show, like a Today Show, and I'm sure, uh, or a Good Morning America, and it stars Jennifer Aniston, Reese Witherspoon, and now Juliana um, Margulies is in this as well. And her character is so juicy. It's so good. Rocco, get on board. I haven't even watched season one. I watched a couple episodes. I, I think I would like it. But, but I just didn't renew my Apple subscription. <laughs> Kelly, it's like $4 a month. I know. Really I just forget. I just so many good shows. I got an email like, it's time to renew. And then I just never did it. So, Rocco, you've never seen even one episode. Not really, no. And okay. I think I kind of neglect my Apple Plus. I think I got it to watch something. And now you might have got watched. it to watch this. Oh, I think I got it to watch season two of Ted Lasso, actually. Oh, see, and that's why I'm like, should I get Apple? Because everyone's talking about Ted Lasso. All right, I'm going to say something about Ted Lasso. Uh-oh. People mm-hmm. are going to get mad. It's fine. I'm with you. I give it an F for fine. So you're saying I shouldn't renew my subscription. (laughs) Well, not for that reason. You should watch the morning show. See, my wife doesn't like stressful things. Like she tried to watch Breaking Bad with me. Yeah, that sucks too. So Ted Lasso (laughs) kind of during pandemic was just kind of a nice, fluffy, fun thing to watch. That's what it is. It's It's a very lovely, happy show. Okay. You know, I, I... I watched a couple episodes of the morning show because I've been in the news business for so many years, TV Mm -hmm. business, I guess. And I was a news reporter for some time. There were things that happened in the first few episodes and my brain Mm -hmm. went to that is never how somebody would land an anchor position. Right. But maybe it is in that big of a realm. Maybe it is because it's network, you know, and if you think about some of these singers that we have, now they're being found on YouTube. That's you true. know, and comedians and SNL picked up somebody from YouTube. What was so interesting to me was the fighting, the fighting that goes on behind the scenes yeah. at a network news organization yes. about what's going to be on the air, how they prep yes. for the interview, or uh, or the fact that these anchors have their own producer. I'm like this. <laughs> blows my mind yes. and jennifer aniston is such a biatch oh she yes okay maybe i need to get back on this elizabeth reese has told me i need to watch the entire it's fun deal. i mean if you could if you could suspend disbelief you know if you but can like, put that aside close. um you know it's like anything else like a lawyer is gonna watch la law and be like, be like that's, that's never gonna happen done. or yeah, like the good like wife. a doctor watches uh, Grey's Anatomy. Right. Like, uh, no, I guess you have to get past that. Yes. But I, I do like watching things that have to do with my profession. You should watch it. Okay. All right. It's my Fine. recommendation Fine. for the day. I was reading this thing about, do we have time? Sorry. This uh, is, you this have is got, my problem. Uh, you've got 45 seconds. Oh my gosh. So Billy Crudup, he says that Jennifer Aniston was the one that said, I want him in this project. She, they have, a, they, they share a manager and, um, oh, I'm sorry, they share a manager and an agent. And he, apparently he's a good friend of her former husband, Justin Thoreau. Okay. And so she's the one who said, I, he has to be in this project. He's so good. He's my, he's my favorite character on your, this show. Is he your celebrity crush? 
he is now. Okay. Yeah, I I never really thought about it until now. I just the, <laughs> he just plays it so well, and yeah, he's adorable. I'm gonna look up whether Billy Crudup is married or not. I'll get back to you <laughs> okay. in a minute. Okay, and then Rocco will come back with a dirt alert next.